What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you alongside my co-host, NFL Safety, J.J. Wilcox. And this is a special podcast, J.J., because it is Super Bowl week. We have led our way all the way to this journey all season. We've been with you all every week on the Pro Football Chase Podcast, and we have reached the Super Bowl, JJ, and so wow. we're looking forward to breaking down this matchup, talking X's and O's and all kinds of fun segment ideas about what's going to happen in Arizona, but let's check on you, JJ. How you doing on this Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, This is we switched it up a little bit, man. Super Bowl week is, in, is around the corner, it's here, it's upon us, sun is out, I've got a chance to give me a good workout in this morning, good run, and Good lunch with wifey. So all is good my way, man. We're all building up for my birthday, Valentine's Day. You know, shout out to me, myself, and I. Yes, sir. <laughs> for my birthday coming up. But all is good. Right, how about your way? It's going well, man. Keeping busy. Another day. Another blessed day. And most importantly, we're excited because we're on the podcast recording another episode ahead of Sunday's Super Bowl tilt. Unfortunately, It doesn't feature our Dallas Cowboys. We were just talking about that before we started recording. But you know what? At least we can enjoy a good game. And we're going to do our best to provide some analysis for all those of you who tune in to the podcast. And that's what we're here for. And so, JJ, really quick, I want to recap championship weekend. We know the Eagles throttled the 49ers 31-7. to That game wasn't a contest, especially after Brock Purdy went out with that elbow injury, and it turns out yeah. he tore that UCL in his throwing elbow. And so the Niners, they just have been injury-struck all season. The quarterback carousel continued. They started with Trey Lance, then to Jimmy G, and then now they go to the rookie, Brock Purdy, and he goes down, and Josh Johnson comes in, and he gets a yeah. concussion. And so it was just uh, it was a bad day for the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners... 
really were unable to get anything going once Purdy went out of the ball game. And then Philadelphia, they just had 269 total yards of offense. They averaged fewer than four yards per play, right? So the Niners did do their job trying to hang on as long right. as they could. But the Niners, at the end, gassed out Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia <clears throat> run game, something that they've relied on all season long, 148 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. That's where their bread and butter is, J.J. and. Yeah. It was really no contest, man. The Eagles, they booked their trip to Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, that was that was a real, real fall game for, for both sides in the sense for the Niners was hit with different angles, uh, different unknowns as far as injuries and sorts like that. And we all know the confidence that's brought Purdy put into that offense that San Fran has. Uh, it was a key piece to it. And you, and you see, you know, the valuability of a good quarterback that can step in and in a second and do what he does. So let's not take likely what Brock Purdy did over there with San Fran. He did a good job of turning that team and keeping that team hot and going. Uh, as far as Philly, you know, it's, it's the same song that we keep fighting the chant. You know they'll run the first team, and um, they're a team that get the job done, get off the uh, get on get first downs to get off the field on third downs with defensively. But Philly did a good job of balancing it out with Kenneth uh, Gainwell and Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts, Boston Scott, all those guys diving in and getting on the run and getting over 100 yards and four touchdowns on the run on the ground. You know that's pretty impressive. You know Devontae Smith had a good game, AJ Brown as well, and Dallas Goddard. He does a good job always. Uh, find the soft zone and sort. So, um, yeah, Philly had a chance. I think the confidence after the second half, once they figure out that Brock wasn't coming in and, and it's defensively scheming up a little different for um, Josh Johnson. But overall, it was just a great team win for Philadelphia. And that Philadelphia offense and defensive line, J.J., they just continue to hold up very well, giving Jalen Hurts all the time he needs to throw the ball. And that's because they're going up against a daunting front in the San Francisco 49ers. But, we know that Philadelphia, they have just continued to wear down opponents with the run game. They did that again, and interestingly enough, Jalen Hurts, with his fourth quarter rushing touchdown, he passed Cam Newton for the most rushing touchdowns in a single season by a quarterback in NFL history, including playoffs. That's according to NFL Research. 15 of those, J.J., on the ground for Jalen Hurts, and so he continues to hurt teams with his legs. Jalen Hurts still looked a little bit off with his throwing arm. You know, I know he had that shoulder yeah. injury. He was short-arming some throws over the middle. And so I'm going to be interested to see how this two-week layoff, you'd imagine that they've been giving treatment to that shoulder. They want to make sure they can get that arm strength up. But he didn't look right throwing the ball, though. Yeah, I think he was kind of, you know, still dinged up from the first um, the game beforehand, um, due to the sort that he kept come back off a, you know, one week, two week off of a shoulder injury. And, you know, God forbid how severe it has been for him to fight back and get back out there. But I'm thinking now that he had time to kind of rest to get what he had to do for his championship done and in and, and, and a good sort. Um, they, they, as you can see, they didn't really throw the ball as much. He was 15 for 25 for 121 yards. So they definitely went in that game with the run sense and the run first mentality. And that might go to, that go to show you some signs that, Hey, it may not have been a hundred percent, but they did a good job. And that's what you have to do. You have to be able to adapt and adjust to, um, on the runs and, and the second half choices. And that's what they did, you know? So it'd be interesting to see, um, if he does go over 25 attempts, I think this game, um, it'll go to show you that he is a lot better than he was going into the, you know, the week before or getting into this week. So it's it's something to keep your eye on, especially during the Super Bowl. They run a lot more or pass, you know, knowing that he's actually 100 percent healthy. So um, something that I definitely keep my eye on watching the game. So the Philadelphia Eagles, they are 
in Super Bowl 57, the first team to book their trip to the desert in the AFC Championship game, uh, a game that you and I were in contact with during the game. I know that you weren't able to, to watch some of it, and so I was trying to keep you in the loop, but this one was a little bit closer as expected. The Bengals, who we both picked to win this game, ended up losing 23-20. to There were some questionable calls and no calls, and I know a lot of people were up in arms about the officials, you know, favoring the Kansas City Chiefs, but when the dust settled, J.J., the Chiefs got the job done. They won by three. They righted some wrongs. They finally beat the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. They were 0-3 against the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's something that we discussed at length in our Championship Sunday podcast. But the Kansas City Chiefs, they're back in the Super Bowl. We know they won it in 2020 over San Francisco. They're making a trip for the third time in the last four years, J.J. Mahomes, 29 of 43, 326 yards, two touchdowns, keeping that offense afloat in the second half in which really they struggled to run the ball against Cincinnati. They lost some receivers down to injury, Nico Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster. So Patrick Mahomes, J.J., once again showcased his greatness on the biggest stage there at Arrowhead. Yeah, well-deserved. Well, something that, you know, that I thought highly of since he's actually walked into the building, but man, when you go out there and handle business the way Patrick Mahomes did, put the team on his back on and on his arm and, and do the things that he does, you know, it, it just go to show you that he's one of the greatest to kind of do it and, and, and walk walk the game as well. So um it, it was I know I didn't get a chance to actually see it. I seen some highlights and sorts as far as the promo and different things like that, but it's still a great job, great team win for them to get a chance and to finally get on the other side in the W column. W column of things when it comes to playing Cincinnati Bengals. I will say I was impressed by the package and the scheme that Steve Spagnuolo put together for the Kansas City front seven. They got after Joe Burrow. I think they had four sacks and that was before the second half even began. I know George Karloftis, the rookie, got in on the fun, Frank Clark, but Chris Jones, JJ, he is a wrecking ball, man, and there's a reason why he was listed as a finalist For the Defensive Player of the Year award, he finished the game with a whopping six quarterback pressures, two sacks on 38 pass rushes, marking the most pressures in a playoff game in his career. And he is a huge part of this Chiefs defense because when he is firing on all cylinders and he's making life difficult for the opposing offensive line, chances are that quarterback's going to be running for his life or he's going to be on his Mm -hmm. back quite a bit. Yeah, it's kind of hard um, to, to to run an offense when you got a guy that's single-handedly winning and pushing right in the middle of the defense. That's a key part of starting up front and ending things up front as well. And Chris Jones does Chris Jones does a good job of not only dominating, but he also leads his troops as well. Frank Clark and all those guys feed off of him, and you know they do a good job of running games and stunts. And, and Chris Jones is single-handedly win his individual matchups, which make it hard for offense. All right, so the Kansas City Chiefs back in the Super Bowl, and you know that they were talking a lot of mess after that win because you know the Bengals gave them a lot of bulletin board material talking about Burrowhead, and the Chiefs, they were able to get the job done winning by three, and so that sets the stage for Super Bowl LVII, Super Bowl 57, for those of you who are curious what those Roman numerals mean. I know I was a little bit confused, so I had to do some research on my end. But it's coming up, JJ, Sunday, February 12th. Number one seed Eagles in the NFC, number one seed Chiefs in the AFC kickoff, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. And so 
As long as Patrick Mahomes was healthy, a lot of people felt good about Kansas City getting back to the big dance, and that's exactly what we have coming on Sunday in the desert. So what are your initial thoughts on this one? Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, the Kelsey Bowl, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey playing against each other, (laughs) Andy Reid coaching against his former team. A lot of headlines out there. Yeah, it is, man. It's a lot of headlines and and a lot of stuff to kind of, you know, to uh, some fun facts and things too, man. So, like I say, I think Mahomes been four out of five times. He's been there uh, in Kansas City and Philadelphia. Been back in the last, let's say, what, three to four to five Super Bowls itself. So, these are teams that are familiar with it. The show, the show, the show is uh, not too big for some of the, the veterans there. The guys that have been there can kind of teach the young guys what to kind of expect and how to kind of build a routine and the sort to get yourself uh accumulated to different uh, things that might be different than a regular Sunday or Monday. But, um, man, as this, I, this has been a podcast that I've been looking to, to, to do for a minute, man, the second, man, because I, I didn't know which team would be here. And to see that Mahomes and the Eagles is here, man, to go to show you that those guys took care of business as a team and, and as, as a defensively, the, you know, the Chiefs, you can't count them out. They, they perform big defensively when it's time to. So um, it'll be interesting to see what my pick would be. But um, I'm curious to see how yours will go this, this week as well. All right, JJ. So I have to take advantage of this, man. NFL safety, played in the game, played on the NFL level for many years. And so I want to do you justice. I want to hear your take, okay, because there's two featured safeties in this game, all right? Mm -hmm. For the Kansas City Chiefs is one of my dudes. I interviewed him on the podcast a couple of years ago. Great dude on and off the field and has been an impact signing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Justin Reed for the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And then you have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson for the Philadelphia Eagles, who plays that versatile role where he can play safety, he can drop down a nickelback, and really a do-it-all, six interceptions, jack-of-all-trades. And so when you look at what both of these safeties bring to the table, Justin Reed, we know he drops the hammer. He's good in the box. He can defend the run. He's improved as a cover safety as well since he signed over from Houston. What do you like about those two players' games? Uh, both of those are probably hand down one of the top two safeties in the in the game right now. They've came in and did a lot of things. Chauncey's have came in and changed the game in a sense too. But uh, just from a, a Justin Reed standpoint, I like what Justin does. I think his leadership skills is something that was big. Even when he was young in Houston and when I was playing, he was a young guy that got there and was starting automatically and was doing things as far as on the field that guys automatically looked up to him in a younger role. But for Justin, I think he's a, he's a certified tackler. He's a guy that knows is always around the ball, understand gaps assignments, understand blitz and his sorts like that. So his, his understanding of the defense and his way that he can come in and, and stop the run as well as the pass is, is, is something. And I think he always been a, great tackler so that's something that i like about justin that is um and the leadership also so you're getting two and one and for chauncey he's like i say he's a jack of all trades he's a guy that can line up at free he can line up with strong safety and, and you know deliver the blow and he can also line up at nickel star position and that's more so when you you know the defense side of the games is gone but for chauncey he's around the ball he's a guy that's around the ball he's a guy that know how to get it if he's not going to strip it you know go pick it or always around it. So he's a ball hawk. So Justin Reed, you know, Justin Reed is a sort of a ball hawk as well. I know he's done some things and coverages and, and, and does some great things uh, in the blitz and, and, and the run fit as well. But Chauncey's a guy that 
you know, can do a little bit as a corner nickel star and everything else. So it just depends on what you need at the time in the situation. I think they both fill those roles very well for the team that they're on now. So the Kansas City Chiefs, they lead the NFL in scoring 28.2 points per game and yards per play, 6.4. I don't know if you saw this, JJ, earlier. The Chiefs actually activated Clyde Edwards-Alaire from injured reserve. He was out since week 11 due to a high ankle sprain. So he's back in the fold. He'll be available for the Super Bowl. I don't know what his role is because you know Jarek McKinnon has been playing very well. Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh-round running back, has also been running to his credit I want to ask you this question from a player perspective, JJ, because I know you played in a lot of big games. You've been in the playoffs, and this is a Super Bowl. And so if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you know that Patrick Mahomes is just an all-around generational talent. You know what he can do when the pocket breaks down. You know what he can do on the run. He can make just about any throw in the book, down the field, Mm -hmm. sidearm, short, over the middle. And so when you talk about film study, JJ, What kind of insight can you give to the listeners about what the Eagles are looking for in film? Are they watching the game against Cincinnati, going back and looking at what he was able Mm -hmm. to do? Are they going back to earlier in the season when he played some similar defenses with similar schemes to Jonathan Gannon? I mean, what kind of preparation do you think the Eagles have been going through? Uh, Definitely uh, all of that you hit. That's for sure. You're definitely going to take a look back at what the uh, Cincinnati Bengals did offensively and defensively on on, on both sides. Um, I think for the Philly defense, I think we're going to look at the games that they might have struggled for as we can take it always back to Indianapolis Colts. They're a cover three right. scheme team where they had some 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 issues up front. Uh, did some things on the back end that might have confused Mahomes. He's not able to um, extend plays because they all – all 11 players have their eyes on the quarterback. So um, I think that's a game that Philadelphia is definitely going to look at, figure out some schemes to kind of keep him in the pocket, um, keep him, you know, in a pocket on a timely matter. When I say timely matters on the field, step six, step ball got to come out because the pass rush is there. And um, stop the run, you know, stop the run. I think, I think the Chiefs kind of get overlooked by how great uh, Patrick Mahomes um, arm is, but when they get the game, they get the running game going too, is even double dangerous. So I definitely they're going to do a good job of stopping the run, figuring out a way to play some good single high um, defense as far as keeping things in front and keeping all our vision on Patrick Mahomes. So when he makes things break or his guys tend to leak out, like they've been using Travis Kelsey lately, and we make sure that we got somebody around them and making contested, uh, contested catches moving forward. So that's something that I think Philly should take a peek at. And I think they're going to do as far as a safety. That's something I would do um, looking at some of the strokes that they had earlier in the season and implement them um, some in the game with some different missed coverages. Well, let's flip the table, JJ, because now the Chiefs defense, and I know we talk a lot about the Eagles because they led the NFL in sacks 70 plus. Well, the Chiefs can also put pressure on opposing quarterbacks, especially with Chris Jones leading the way. 55 sacks on the season. They actually rank second to the Eagles. So how about that? Two of the top pass rushes yeah. meeting each other in the Super Bowl. Now they do have some deficiencies, JJ. The Chiefs allowed a touchdown on 67.3% of opponent trips inside the 20-yard line during the regular season, ranked 31st, and they were the only team among the bottom six to make the playoffs. And so that may be a red flag because... The Eagles thrive in the red zone, especially with that run game, Miles Sanders, and their ability to get pushed at the line of scrimmage. 
So now you are the Chiefs defense. You're Steve Spagnolo. You know you have Chris Jones, Frank Clark. You have George Karloftis, the rookie who's been playing better football. You have two hybrid linebackers, Willie Gay, that can go sideline to sideline. Justin Reed in the back, as well as Trent McDuffie, the young <coughs> corner. Legereus Sneed is their number one corner. And so when you look at the Eagles on tape, what they do, smash mouth football, how do you think Steve Spagnolo is going to try to play this Eagles offense? Well, I'm, I'm going to attack it from different angles. I know single hand. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to grammarly.com/podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They have one of the best offensive line, and I have one of the best defensive lines. So I have to make Jalen Hurts uncomfortable. I have to put pressure on him, and I have to make sure that my coverage behind him matches up as well. Because it's one thing to bring the blitz. It's one thing to bring pressure and to put pressure in front of a quarterback. But if you don't have the secondary and the linebackers behind you to run uh, effectively is just as bad as well. So I definitely want to create some different lanes. Um, I want to make Jalen Hurts as com- uncomfortable as well. Um, I do want to be able to uh, to have the seven-man box without actually bringing a safety down to stop the run because we know they'll run first RPO type of offense. So um, I, my key thing that I always want to do, I want to keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket and keep him under the rest as well as keeping a spy around him, but also um, show different coverages to to make them get out of run, uh, run first situations by disguising it in a seven man type of box, a second seven man type of ID. And then uh, basically just keeping the guys up front, keeping the guys out wide contested and, um, and, 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 and putting hands on them, you know, not letting them run freely for as AJ Brown. I think those guys does a good job when you're not putting your hands on them, being physical of uh, running freely. That's one of their things that they do Devontae Smith as well. So I say be physical with the wide receivers out wide, uh, create different pressures and different looks for Jalen Hurts to keep him in the pocket and keep him at the rest. And um, just keeping the big plays at a minimum. And fortunately for the Kansas City Chiefs, 
Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. You have two linebackers that are very capable of playing that spy on Jalen Hurts. Those are two backers, JJ, that ran sub four sixes coming out of the combine. And so you have that ability to use that spy on Jalen Hurts. And then you have a good safety in Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill that can also come down in the box and play. And so the Chiefs do have the personnel, especially in the middle. Mm -hmm. Derek Naughty, a guy that I interviewed coming out of college. He's uh, one of their big run-stuffing nose tackles. Kalen Saunders as well. And then how about the veteran, Carl? Dunlap, who's been a nice signing for Kansas City as well. And so they do have the personnel, JJ, but Mm -hmm. we know that even the Eagles going up against a very stifling front in San Francisco, they were still able to get immense push at the line of scrimmage. And so it's one thing to look good on paper, but another thing to actually perform when the lights turn on. Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, they got everything, all the pieces together to actually fulfill everything that they kind of need in the source. But like you say, to be interested to see, we know saying things on record and looking at things on TV is a lot different than actually doing it. So uh, it's going to be a good game to keep our eye on and watch. All right, let's get into some Super Bowl fact fiction. I talked about this segment. I want to have some fun. And so if you're listening, we did this segment a long time ago, but basically how this goes is I'll read a statement and then JJ and I will discuss whether we think it's fact or whether we think it's fiction. So let's get the juices going a little bit, JJ. The first one I have here, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts will have more total touchdowns than Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. This includes rushing and throwing touchdowns. So do you think that's fact or fiction? I can go fact. I think that's fact. I think actually Jalen Hurts might use him a little bit more down in the uh, red zone in the sense around the goal line areas for quarterback draws or quarterback sneaks since they're always kind of hand first team. So I can see that being a uh, I can see that being a fact. I'm gonna say fiction just to oppose you here. I think Mahomes ends up with more total touchdowns. I know Jalen Hurts has that ability with his legs to get into the end zone. Of course, also can do it with his arm, but I'm not convinced so much so he can do it through the air. And so Mahomes being the gamer he is, I'll go with Mahomes having more total touchdowns than Jalen Hurts. Now here's the next one, JJ. Think long and hard Mm -hmm. about this one. Chiefs wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who had a breakout game in the AFC Championship, will have more receiving yards then Eagles number one tight end Dallas Goddard. Fact mm. fiction. I'm going to go Dallas Goddard just for his usage in his offense and the way that uh, Jalen Hurts really rely on him. I think he will. I think we know that Marcus Van Scantling is going to be a target for Patrick Mahomes on the deep side. And I think we can keep him to a minimum in a sort far as with the cornerbacks that we have in play that can do it single-handedly instead of doubling him. So for that instance, um, I-, I will go with Dallas Goddard. I'm going with MVS here, JJ. I think because of that ability to break the cover of opposing secondaries, I think he gets loose for a couple of big gainers, 40, 50-plus yards. And for those reasons, I think he ends the game with more receiving yards than Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. So here we go. Next one. There will be at least two trick plays throughout the game, JJ. Fact or fiction? Ah. I'll go go. I go fact. I go fact. Just for the simple reason, Andy Reid. I know how he like to use his his guys, his gadget guys, and I know as well Philly might have another uh, Philly uh, Philly, <laughs> Philly special, special. <laughs> Philly special so up your sleeve as well. So I will say, I'll say fact. I'm gonna say fact as well. I think we're gonna see. I mean, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni on the field at the same time. I think we're bound to see a couple of trick plays, whether it be on offense or perhaps a fake punt something to turn the game around so i'm gonna say fact as well now here's another good one here 
there will be a special teams touchdown in the game. This means a kickoff return for a touchdown, a punt return for a touchdown, block kick or punt return for a touchdown. JJ, are you going fact here or are you going fiction? I got to go fiction. I'm going to go fiction. I feel like special teams is a is a is a is a, is a key part key part and i think both of them can deliver from both sides but i think fiction i'm gonna go fiction i think we're gonna see something crazy whether it be a kickoff return i know that there's some explosive game changers there for the eagles and the chiefs or whether it's a block kick or something philadelphia is known for that i'm gonna say fact i think this is gonna be a wild super bowl you know what gotta juice it up a little bit jj there will be more than three fourth down conversions in the game Fact fiction. Hmm. I'm gonna go fact. I go fact. I know what kind of offense Philly is. I know they're aggressive, and I know what kind of team Mahomes is, and what kind of leader he is, and competitor he is. So I definitely can. I definitely am going. I'm gonna go fact. I'm gonna go fact as well. I think this will be a game where both offenses are ultra aggressive, and so I can definitely see more than three fourth downs being converted from both teams. Now, JJ, this is going to bring up some bad nightmares for us as Cowboys fans because we saw it a lot in the opening round of the playoffs with Brett Maher. Uh, but uh, there will be a missed PAT in this game. Fact or fiction? PAT. I'll go fiction for me. I think okay. I think all the kickers, Butker and Jake Elliott, I think they'll make all their PATs, yeah. so I'll say fiction here. Yeah, we got some pretty solid kickers, and I don't think weather going to be an uh, issue as well. So I'll go, I'll go fiction. This one will be good. Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones will have more sacks than Eagles defensive end Hassan Reddick. Now, it is worth noting that both players had two sacks each on Championship Sunday. Are you saying fact or are you saying fiction? Uh, I'm going to go fiction. I think Reddick might be able to pull it off. I think so. I think he might be able to... Uh, Get around the air sometimes. I know how my home was like to get outside the pocket in a sense and, and, and sort. So that's the only reason I say. Yeah, I'm going to say fiction. I think Reddick has more just because that Philly O-line, JJ, it's different, man. I mean, yeah. Jason Kelsey is playing on another level. Isaac Sayamalu, Landon Dickerson. So it's going to be a little bit harder. I'm assuming they're going to move Chris Jones around to defensive end and get him in different looks. But I will say Reddick ends up with more just because he has really been playing at a high level. So next one, there will be a 54-yard or longer field goal attempt in this game. Fact or fiction? I go fact. I think both kickers are both kickers are eligible to do it, uh, or are capable of doing it. Let me re, re say that. And um, I think that you know, what else you have to lose? So why not? I think I definitely think it, I think it's fact. I think that's fact as well. Both kickers are very good as well. So I'd expect that to be the case. Here's the statement. The Chiefs will hold the Eagles to less than 110 rush yards. Fact or fiction for me, JJ? I'm going to have to say fiction. The Eagles have been so dominant on the ground. And while I think the Chiefs can deploy a game plan that can kind of stall that run game a little bit, it is four quarters. And I do think the Eagles will eventually get over 110 yards. Yeah, I think that's the focus point for Eagles. I think, you know, for it even to kind of be in a sense of a good game or in a post game, it's going to come down to that. So I definitely think yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well on that. All right, three more here. Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown will have more receptions than Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Fact or fiction? Fiction all day. We know the man that Travis Kelsey is. 
we know the respect that he gets, the attention that he gets, and he still finds a way. I think I, I'm going. I'm going Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'm going to say fiction as well. I think Kelsey he just gets targeted way too much by Patrick Mahomes. I think he'll have more receptions than AJ Brown. There will be at least four combined turnovers in the game. JJ, fact or fiction? Mm. I'm gonna go fiction. I don't think it's going to be a good high turnover game. I think both teams are going to do a good job of minimizing, giving it to the other offense just because of the firepower they both have. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it to, I think it's fiction. And then I'm going to, I think it's going to be less than four. All right, I'm going to say fact here. I think this is going to be a crazy game. I think Mahomes maybe throws a couple of interceptions trying to go deep. I think Hurts maybe loses a fumble or two. So I'll say fact to that. And the last one here, without disclosing our pick or who we're choosing to win, there will be more than 60 points scored in this game. Fact or fiction? I can go fact. I think so. That's a high-scoring game, but I think both teams are able to do it, and they will do it to make it kind of Super Bowl, make it one of the best Super Bowls that we've ever had. So I'm going to go fact. And I'm going to go fiction, and you're going to understand uh, why. After I give my score prediction, you'll understand why I said fiction to the 60 points being scored in this game. But there you have it. There's our fact-fiction segment of the Super Bowl 57 JJ and I going toe-to-toe, and so now we segue, we talked about the matchups, we talked about some of the looks, what the Chiefs and Eagles can do to slow down the opposing offenses, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, we know they've been playing sensational football all season, two MVP candidates, and so now, JJ, it's time to give our take on what's going to happen in this game, and so for me, I'm going to go with Kansas City, JJ. And I am picking the Chiefs, though, because of number 15, Patrick Mahomes. I think what that guy is able to do in dire circumstances, we've seen him overcome a high ankle sprain. We saw him in the AFC Championship go up against a red-hot Bengals team that was playing with a lot of swagger and basically picked them apart, hobbling with one leg, throwing to backup receivers. And so when you have Patrick Mahomes and the type of talent he is, it's hard for me to go against them, even though the Eagles are a very difficult matchup for what they can do in the trenches. And that defensive front, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, those guys can get after quarterbacks, right? So the Chiefs are going to have to be very wary and be very careful about how they protect Patrick Mahomes because that Eagles pass rush could throw a wrench in the Chiefs offense, just like how the Niners did early in that Super Bowl back in 2020. But the Chiefs defense is able to do enough in terms of generating a turnover or two on Jalen Hurts. I like Chris Jones, and I like what Frank Clark has been able to do, elevating his game, reminding everybody why he was such regarded as a premier pass rusher at one point in his career. And bringing pressure, as you said, will be important for Steve Spagnolo. I think they'll use Justin Reed maybe on some blitz packages, spying him with Willie Gay and Bolton. And so for those reasons... The Kansas City Chiefs are able to come out with a three-point victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. And get this, my Super Bowl MVP pick is Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh-round running back Mm. for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know the obvious answer is Patrick Mahomes, but I just have a sense that Pacheco is going to make a play or two, maybe for a touchdown, 30-40 yard reception for a touchdown, or maybe a run. He's been running angry I think he ends up winning this game for the Chiefs. 30-27, J.J. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs here. Yeah. Um, 
man, I had some hard times and hard um, decisions to make on this game, man. I was kind of pulled in both areas. I'm a big fan of football. I've been playing it for a long time. And, and these teams here, man, check off every box that you actually think of offensively, defensively, and special teams. But for some reason, man, it's been laying on my heart. I think uh, for every reason that you said as well that I'm going to have to go with Kansas City too, man. I feel like if any team that's able to spread it out, and change it up in a sense. I think Kansas, Chiefs, Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs have what it takes to spread Philly out in a sense where they haven't really been um, actually tested in a sense. And I think Jared McKinnon is going to play a huge part of that because he's a guy that could take a, one of your linebackers out of their regular a regular position, spread them out wide, and do some things as far as catching and receiving and, and coming back in and motioning back out to kind of create some um, some niche mat matchups. So um, I'm, I'm going Kansas City Chiefs. And I think Jerry Kenner, my my alumni, I'm not just saying that because of that, but he's a great player. And that, that, like I say, he's a guy that you have to circle because he does so many great things in the pass protection as well as going out and leaking in the past, too. So I think he's going to be a, a key person to watch. And I think because of that reason that Kansas City, what they have offensively, they can spread Philly out, spread looks, different gadget looks where they're and take away from their strength, which is up the middle with Philly and also um, X not those key cornerbacks um, that they have over there at Philly as well. So I'm going Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Uh, give me your score, J.J. What's the score prediction? I'm going to go 40-30. I'm going to go 40-30 because I had my, my, my picks over 60. So I'm going to go 40-30, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, and who's your Super Bowl MVP? Super Bowl MVP, got, I'm going Patrick Mahomes, well-deserved. I think he's going to go out here and do some things past that we haven't seen anybody do in a sense against that Philadelphia Eagles defense. I think he's going to go to Patrick Mahomes. Orlando Brown, Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and Andrew Wiley, the starting five offensive linemen for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to have to be playing on their A game against that daunting Philadelphia Eagles pass rush that is headlined by Hassan Reddick and Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat. Those guys will get after the opposing quarterbacks, and they'll make life miserable for Patrick Mahomes if they're able to get into the backfield and start causing havoc and getting to him early and often. So those starting five offensive linemen, J.J., I think the game is going to fall on their hands, I think, when it's all said and done. Right. I, I agree with you, too. And like I say, don't 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 take nothing that they feel happy to do brings and who they have on their staffs for likely. And I don't I don't think that as well. But I think the offense of the offensive line of Kansas City Chiefs has enough just to kind of get them over the edge and get the job done. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, J.J. Wilcox, Isaac Signs, your host. We're both going with the Kansas City Chiefs to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57. The game will be played in Arizona at the Arizona Cardinals Stadium, State Farm Stadium, I believe is the name. And so, man, I'm just looking forward to the game, JJ. I want to see a great game. I want to see some epic moments being made as an NFL fan. I mean, I think that's all we really long for. We all want our favorite team to be playing in the Super Bowl. But when it's not the case, we just want to be able to see a high-level game being played by two really good quarterbacks, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Of course, we want to pray and hope that we don't see any injuries that can dictate the outcome of the yes. game. We want to see good health from both teams. But, man, I'm excited to watch this on Sunday. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I definitely got my TV set, my B-Day plan set around, and then everything else, man. So it's going to be a good one. I can't wait to see it. Like I say, I just pray for health and and, and a great game. And, um, you know, shout out to my, my – uh, uh, Khalid and alumni, one of my 
my brothers, man, Jerry McKinnon, on getting something that haven't been done in Georgia Southern history to make it to the Super Bowl outside of A.J. Peterson. Um, hats off to him as well. But I think it's going to be a great game, and I'm excited to watch it. And who knows, J.J., Jarek could win Super Bowl MVP, man. You never know. <laughs> yeah, man, he's definitely got what it takes to do it. And, you know, like I say, I got him in my game plan to do some things too. So I'm excited to watch him, and, and good luck to him as well. There's our Super Bowl preview podcast episode. We appreciate you tuning in all season. It's been fun giving you matchups, predictions all throughout the year. And so now it finally comes to an end on Sunday. Well, JJ, again, brother, I appreciate you. It's always fun chatting football on the podcast, giving your player perspective. Let's look forward to a great weekend, brother. Absolutely, man. Blessings to you. And uh, thank you, man, to a hell of a year as well, man. I'm excited, man. Thank you for all. Yes, sir. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.